You're Knicks fans. Welcome to another episode of Knicks fans wallet. Of course, you're in the building. The Triple M, aka Tequila Tito. All that good stuff, as you know. Find us on the Off the Ball Network. Follow my guy Off the Ball. If you haven't had time to check it out, check that out. Eight stack. And of course, I'm here as always in the building with my main guy. Don't want to tell the people what's really good. Yeah, what's going on, bro? What's going on? What's going on, listeners, man? It's glad to see the Knicks back at home. We just came back from an exciting dub. Hey, it feels good, man. We clinch. It feels good to be to be in the city right now, bringing, bringing that whole vibe back over here, East Coast. Man, facts. You speaking straight facts right now. We just coming off an absolutely amazing win. We're recording this at the scene, Knicks versus Spurs. But we'll get into that. But first, I got to introduce you to somebody, Don Juan. This is my main guy right here, my main dog. Another person. I don't know where we find these people. We can't hype the people up. Another person without Twitter, without Instagram. He's like a ghost. We don't know about him. But he's one of the biggest Knicks fans I know. Is my guy, my family, Ruben. You already know. You already know what's good, what's good, what's going on. We back in the playoffs finally. You know how we feeling. We hyped up, hyped up. I'm coming live, coming live. But let's go, man. We ready for whoever we going to play, man. That's all I got to say, man. Don't matter. Tips going to make us ready. I don't know if it don't matter, man. I don't know. If it, it does matter. It does matter. That's why we're watching these games intensely. But yeah, man, let's get into it. Uh, last time we spoke, Don Juan, we was out west. You made an outlandish prediction. You stated it was going to go four and two, and it wasn't outlandish at all. It almost came hey, to fruition. Almost. Actually, finished three and three. I was expecting a two and four. I ain't going to lie. So we, we met it. We <laughs> I will take that. I'll take it. Three and three. Exciting. Happily, happily. Came out with the Lakers victory. I mean, just run, uh, run, breeze me by that West Coast, uh, Phoenix, all these other games, Don Juan. Phoenix, man, it was that was a tough loss too, cause it's like most of these games we're we're competing with these guys. It's just we can't close, unfortunately. But hey, it, I feel like it's those trips were more of a learning experience. We seen we seen what we could do without certain players. Like we had quickly and Burks, but they they missed most of that trip, and if not all, and then you got. You know, D Rose, he 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 turned up. I feel like we, it was just more like a, you know, next man up type of mentality while we was out there. So it it was cool. I mean, three and three. Like I was hoping for four and two. That Laker game and and how important that Laker game was too. It was it was a lot behind that. Besides my pick of of trying to get my my prediction correct, but yeah, unfortunately we ended up losing. Well, we beat the Clippers, but we 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 lost to the Lakers the last game. And that was another nail biter. Um, that Laker game, bro, that was a tough one. That we we couldn't get no boards. They were just out rebounding us left and right. What was it like? Eighteen offensive rebounds. Drummond was an animal. Even though that's what Drummond's that's Drummond's game. You know what I mean? But I just thought we would be able because honestly, without those offensive rebounds, we would have won that game. That's the only thing that was keeping them in the game. So, hey, but we live with that. You know, three and three. We back home. We just got a crazy win hey we clinched without even playing so that was that was a fun one too last night 
But all these games matter right now. We've been watching these other games like Washington and Atlanta last night, which was quite entertaining. But, you know, it seems like the, the, the standings are are playing itself out. Yeah, man, Ruben, talk to me about that Lakers game. What you see, what you like, what you didn't like. I liked I liked how D Rose definitely stepped up, you know. He uh he was the only one in double figures besides Julius. Um one thing I didn't like is how RJ, you know, he, he wasn't having his three point shot that game and he kinda kept going to it, you know. I would have liked to see him go to the free throw line a little bit more. I think he was too dependent on him. Also, another thing I didn't like was Tibbs' rotation. Frank Nilekina was actually cooking. You know what I mean? I, I, in all honesty, it was it was a little iffy. I would have kind of given D Rose a little two minute break in the OT because he looked gassed out at the end of it. Definitely. He looked gassed out. But all in all. The way they fought, the way they made them earn every basket, even when we went into OT, we still held them to 101, man. Defense, man. Defense is the way we're going to win games. Defense is going to take us a long way if we actually play good defense. So that's, that's the one thing that I, I can say I actually liked about the game, the the fact that we defended so well and, you know, yeah. uh, Taylor Horton Tucker. For real, bro. What a shot. Back to these losses, man, because it was a tough loss. And like Don Juan said, you know, we'll take the three and three. But as Don Juan previously mentioned, last night, even though the Knicks was off, they clinched a playoff berth. All right. I'm going to start off with my excitement and I'm going to ask y'all. The New York Knicks are in the playoffs for the first time in eight years, led by my dog, Julius Randle. Ooh, don't yes, stop because I might shoot over you. Don't play next to me because I might bully you. Woo! We're talking about Emmanuel. He liked that quickly. D, is that MVP Rose? I mean, I could go on and on with this roster, man. The New York Knicks. I sounded crazy early in the year when I was predicting playoffs, but I just saw with Tid, man, it was bringing that intensity and that 10th, that playoff seating being down to 10th now. I was really, really excited going into the year. I was calling playoffs, but I was – Thinking people were gonna go me call me crazy, you know. I wasn't really hardcore into it, but the New York Knicks really, really impressed me this year. And we're going to the playoffs. Don Juan, I want to start with you, man. How you feeling about the Knicks making the playoffs for the first time in eight years? I mean, you wasn't even legally able to drink back then. For real, man. We couldn't even celebrate legally. Yeah, you're right, man. Now I think about it. It's been so long, hey. But now, nah, but. It's finally going to be back, you know, especially considering that we were just, well, at least for me, I barely had us in the playing game. So to even see us get this far clinch way ahead of time, like, you know, usually around this time, I'm kind of already in the lottery, thinking about the draft, think more focused on baseball, looking forward to that. Like, I can't even focus on the Yankees right now because the, the Knicks are really holding it down right now. And, it's, and it feels good, bro. And... It's just we got to finish the job. You know, it feels good, yeah, but I, I feel like with this team, depending on how the standings play out, we, we could really take it up a notch in the playoffs, especially because the way we've been seeing it, this team has been playing great and we, we dealing with injuries. I feel like in, once the playoffs come, the team is going to come full with D-Rose quickly and Burks, who is either one or the other that's out in the playoffs, bro. I feel like they could, they could really show out. And I said too, bro, I feel like D-Rose – uh, he was holding back a little bit. I don't know. Maybe it's that COVID thing that was playing a factor. 
But once he threw that behind the back, D Rose, bro, he, yeah. he's been turning up. And you said he he got like those MVP numbers. He's looking real similar to that. You raising expectations. I'm gonna come back to you on that one. But Ruben, he's a young buck, Don Juan. This guy, he's very young. Were you even a teenager the last time the Knicks made the playoffs? I was a sophomore. I was a sophomore. Come on now, I'm I'm, I'm young, but you know, I was a sophomore in high school at least. I was in high school. But hey, it's been a while, man. 17 wins, 20 wins. How many times, man? It's just a great feeling, in all honesty, man. I thought we would be kind of where the Pacers were. You know, mm-hmm. fighting for that eighth seed. But hey, Julius playing like an MVP, man. And RJ, he should be in a voting pod for most improved player as well in year two. I'll put it out there. The stats are there with the percentages. The I, don't there. There. I don't care. I don't care. Reggie Bullock is our defensive player of the year. Game in and game out goes out and defends our the opponent's best player. Today made DeMar DeRozan's life a living hell. So that was that was a great they just they just deep, man. A lot of guys on one year contracts, you know, they just playing for a contract in all honesty and for next year and I, I, I think we gotta give Ellie's Burks and Noel another year too, man. At least maybe at three least. too, man. Don't I don't care. They gotta bring him back, man. Later, right now we focus on the now. Man. Let's focus. <laughs> nah, on yeah, the you're right. You're right. Don't, you mentioned a point earlier in your point right now, raising expectations. I mean, we started the season not expecting nothing from this team. Maybe fighting it for the play-in. Now we're battling for the fourth seed. Are you raising expectations on this team? I'm gonna start with you, Don Juan. I'm I completely am. I don't know if I if I'm falling for the for this moment. I'm living in the moment, as some will say. But yeah, I'm raising expectations, bro. I think we we could compete with a lot of these guys. Granted, we I want to avoid those top three tiers, those top three teams in, in Sixers, Nets, and the Bucks. So right now we're in the sixth seed, and, it, and it, we might we might end up playing them realistically. I think we we have a uh, a what is, a fighter's punch, a fighter's chance. We we have a chance, and we haven't had our team like fully healthy, and I think that that's that's gonna be big in the playoffs yeah. if we could if we could actually do that. But I'm yeah I'm raising expectations completely because now whether we play. Obviously, the Bucks are a little harder, but if we play the Heat or the or the Hawks, I feel like we should we should definitely advance. Yeah, man, Ruben, I'm gonna go to you, man. Unleash it on me. Are you raising expectations on the New York Knicks now? I'm raising expectations, but they're doing it themselves. In all honesty, with the way they're playing themselves, you know, they're gonna have to prove next year that is it like a bust? You know, was it a one year wonder, a one hit wonder? You know what I mean? Well, at the same point, us fans are definitely expecting a better year. You know, 45 wins is going to be a regular 82-game season, possibly. We don't know what's going to go on. Things are looking normal with everything with COVID. Um, I really do think that they 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 gotta they gotta they gotta come out next year stronger. They get Mitch back. You know what I mean? We're gonna see what he does. Bro, bro, bro. This season, man. You, why you keep talking about next year, this bro? Season, like, come on, man. We, season, got, we still got the playoffs. Exactly. This season, listen. This season, if we get the, if we get the, 
before you Listen, finish, if we get the fourth seed this season, if we get the fourth seed this season, I see us making it out of the first round if we play Atlanta. Raising your, you know, I really do think we could maybe force a game six in the second round, maybe you know, all all or f- tough five game series. Every game is tough because we don't really have a closer like that right now. Julius is still working on it if he's gonna be our closer. You know what I mean? Yeah. We have to find someone that can actually close games out, and Julius needs to work on that as well. So we're going to see what happens in the playoffs. I need RJ to at least average 20 in the playoffs. That is my expectation for huge. him, 20 points huge. per game in the playoffs. If he does that, that boy is going to be nice, man, I'm telling you. That will be clutch. But as far from me, I, I'm not raising expectations. I feel like we're already playing with house money. All right, nobody expected this from the New York Knicks. And listen, I hope we get to the fourth seed. I'm praying. I'm I'm looking. I'm watching. I was watching this Philly game earlier. We'll get into that. They came out flat. There was nothing there. But even if we get in, if we uh, stay where we at the sixth seed, and we play Milwaukee, Brooklyn, I just I just want us to fight. I'm not raising my yeah. expectations. Even if we're the fourth seed, like I'm just we're playing with house money now. Nobody expected this. And the New York Knicks, I've mentioned this in a lot of pods, and I keep saying the same thing because it's just factual. Lowest cap space in the league. They have the most money. So much draft capital. I mean, the Dallas pick, looking like Dallas, it's going to make the playoffs. All right, talk about next year, baby. <laughs> we coming crazy, boy. Playoffs, man. Everything, everything is set up. You're looking bright. Everything is set up for this team. So as far as this year, I'm not raising expectations, but I'm living in the moment. I'm enjoying the moment. I'm living. I'm dying. I'm I'm grieving with every shot, every game. I'm so engaged right now, and that that's just good for me. Man. I'm, I'm pretty happy. I'm pretty happy with this New York Knicks squad for sure. Let's go. Now you got me hyped now even more. <laughs> that's what we here for. We wild. Look at that. Yeah, right man. Yeah. Brand new LED lights. Knicks fans wilding. That's all we do. We just keep on wilding out here. We keep on wilding out here. Let's talk about the San Antonio Spurs game. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. What a game. Let me get a quick, quick run-through recap. It was started off nasty. Nobody was scoring at all. It was just a defensive. The Knicks had just been playing like that. They just bringing that 90s gritty defensive intensity. But then in the second half, everything changed. The Spurs came out on fire. They're not missing, made the first 12, 13 shot. And Knicks were down big. I was looking like, I cannot believe we're about to lose this game. Somebody got to give us a spark. And once I said that, your boy, Ruben, my guy, my dog, RJ Barrett came alive, hitting threes from all over the place. Mainly that corner. He loves that corner. He loves that corner. Was killing corner. the boy, RJ. Finished 8-19 from the field, 5-9 from three, 24 points. Then the comeback from my dog too. I like this man. I'm moving. He just mentioned it. We might give him another year. Alec Burks came seven of twenty five from ten from threes. Thirty points, ten rebounds for the guy Alec Burke and the Knicks come out with the win, one hundred two ninety eight. Wow! And now still fighting for that fourth seed as the Sixers one two. So we still alive Saturday, a huge game against the Hornets. Got to win that one as well. Don Juan, I'm going to start with you again, man. What you saw from this Spurs-Knicks game today? 
Hey, we, I saw some resilience. I saw a team that didn't give up. We were down 17 in the third, and I'm just like, damn, bro. Like, This is how we're going to come back. First game in the garden. After you clinch, you're just going just gonna to show out. Like, And then at that point, I thought, damn, D. Rose is really missed. Like, We really need D. Rose to really just spark everything at this point. Like, He's really that important. But once RJ started hitting, bro, it was no looking back. Then you got Burks picking up the the other half and then randall started his, hitting some shots and and that helped too because sometimes you know we depend on randall too much and we can't we can't really in the playoffs you can't it can't be a one-man show we need everybody to do their part and it's big when you got a player like burks that could drop 30 out of nowhere you know so and he was missed in in, in this road trip like i said and and i feel like he would have changed a lot because we had we had to play Nilakina at one point, and not that it was bad, but that's how far back in the bench we had to go into. But Kurt Nilakina, he had some good games, and he he's got the Frank Hive living well. They out back, and I mean he 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 got me thinking about next year too. If we signing him back, so he's doing a little something. He's doing he got a little interview right now. He's working the interview process. Yeah, man. Ooh, that Frank Hive is straight buzzing right now, man. But yo, Ruben. You kept FaceTiming me the whole game. He was just FaceTiming me the whole time. I'm like, yo, chill. He's like, yo, look at Payne. He's like, la, la, la. I'm like, yo, chill. Payne, bro. have come through. How you watch that game? How you like that finish? He didn't hit me up when we made a comeback. I hey, guess he man. Oh, oh, my, Like you said, my guy, RJ, came through, man. He had my bag. A roller coaster affair, simple as that. All I can say is Alfred Payton brings nothing. In the second half of games, in the start of second half of games, they, oh, uh, if you look at it, other teams go on runs because he brings nothing. He doesn't even break down the defense properly. It's just, it's like he gives the ball to Julius and goes in the corner. He can't. Sh- yo, and then and then like he misses layups. That's all he does is yes, shoot. He, layups. Does. he can't make a three pointer or a free throw line jumper, but he's missing layups. Come on, man. Yeah. That's why I called you. Simple. And then so many layers. <laughs> besides that, once like Don said, RJ started hitting. Reggie Bullock started off with two threes. Then RJ started hitting, and it was a wrap from there. They knew they had the confidence that they was gonna come back. They couldn't be stopped. Julius got in his little bag. Alec Burke definitely in his bag, man. First game back, two. Even if from the injury or whatever he had, whatever. Hey, you need the rest, take it. You're dropping <laughs> 30 and 10, you taking that rest, boy. I'm I'm cool with it. Quickly, you know, it's his first game back, kind of struggled, but we got two more games with him to come. So, but the defensive intensity yet, yet again, man, 21 to 2 run at one point, 21 to 2 run we went on, you know, just stopping them after they went on a, they went 12 for 12 at a point. That was ridiculous. Oh, my God. I was losing my mind. I was like, how is this happening? Number one defense, where is it at? <laughs> but they showed up. That third up quarter was a roller coaster. Yeah. Underrated stat, the New York Knicks went 18 for 18 from the free throw line. Oh, free throw line, yeah. yeah. Those who come back to hurt you, those misses. And the Especially in a close game. Yes, sir. We squeaked it out. We won by four. Yeah, as me personally, that game was, that game was fire. 
uh, I was really scared though, cause I'm like, damn, I can't believe we're just gonna settle for the six seed like this. Like all season, we showed fight and resiliency, and I just didn't see it. And RJ, RJ just came out with. I was looking for that guy, that spark, and then he came. RJ, yeah, yeah, RJ, the, the boy. I was yes, thirteen minutes, oh for four, man. I don't. I feel like Tibbs is just trolling us at this point. You know, I'm from a Dominican household, and you know sometimes. Dominican moms, they do stuff just so they don't show that they're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like Tibbs is doing that right now. Tibbs, oh my God. He's like, just like, man, I'm not, if I bench him, it's going to show that I've been wrong all season. 70 games into the season, I'm not benching him. And that's just going to be our starting lineup into the postseason. So Literally. I feel like it's tough because every time the eye test, the analytics, they all say like Peyton is not the guy. And it's like 70 games into the season, and it's just like it's just gonna happen. It's just gonna continuously happen. And they're just looking for excuses now. Now it's oh, he only starts so Rose can have legs at the end of the game. Or it's or it's some other stat. They're always gonna come up with some other crazy thing, man. He's, he's still playing 15 minutes. Like give me give me five points, five rebounds, five assists or something. Like hey, I feel like uh I've been actually, I've been looking at looking at the bright side. He's playing less minutes, you and as long as, as long as as long as these you. guys, yeah, and as long as these guys come back, once Rose comes back, th- those fifteen minutes might go down to ten. <laughs> Next, and with Frank, the way Frank been playing, we might just hit zero. We might just hit zero. I, I doubt it. I doubt it, fellas. <laughs> play, I'll start in two games. Uh, speaking about minutes, I wanted to just. Ask you guys in these last two games, do you want to see less minutes from these players? Even though we're still fighting for the fourth seed today, Randall played 45 minutes. Today, played oh. 41 minutes. I mean, it's getting close to the end of the season. We're still fighting for the fourth seed. Every game is important. Like I said, we got to beat the Hornets on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, are you concerned with the minutes, Ruben? Let me start with you. The last two games. You know, honestly, I've been looking at it recently and I've been discussing it with a lot of my friends and it is pretty concerning because it, in a sense, Tibbs has learned, but in a way, like, he he, he has to do it because Randall is so much for the team, but at the same point, he's going to be burnt out. Like, let's just say we go into a a seven-game series and he's playing 40 45 minutes a game or no I'm, I'm, I'm lying i'm lying like yeah like 45 to 47 minutes a game you know what i mean he's resting for one minute every game it's crazy don Juan. what you thinking about the minutes the minutes i mean they are concerning but we really need him to play as long as as long as we're competing he's gonna play a lot but but yeah. i feel like during that west coast trip there was a little bit of a tick down in minutes he wasn't playing. I think it, up until that Laker game is where he actually played forty minutes. So there, there was a, a drop in minutes, I would say. But and especially it helps that Obi has been playing a lot better. He's actually playing some defense, yeah. so it could actually that him his growth also affects Julius Julius's minutes. So even though today he didn't really play, Julius obviously he played 45, 44 minutes. I guess a lot of minutes and. And it's, it just shows you how important this game was. But it is concerning entering the playoffs because 
like you said, we need these games, but we need to give him some rest. And he ain't gonna be, he ain't gonna be, he's not gonna get benched either. So it's not like D Rose that he got the night off. Yeah, man, that was a that was this was a very smart move by the Knicks today to get D Rose. We played three, we played three games in four nights, but we played Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. And uh, the thing that I would disagree with you guys as far as the minutes is that I was looking earlier today. So the playing games are from May 18th to the 21st. So that gives the Knicks a week. They, oh, well, I didn't consider that. Sunday, it gives them a week. And these guys, 26, 20, these guys got fresh legs. They're young. You know, I mean, the minutes are a little concerning. Don't get me wrong, but they're going to have time to relax. They're going to have time to get yeah. right. Time to rest, you know, get, get the treatment. I always go back to uh, a friend of mine who played D1 college, uh, and he was just saying, like, the treatment that they get is just crazy. He's like, and imagine a professional athlete. Like, these guys are just like, 24 7. I'm sure they'd be sleeping there, massages on their feet. I mean, it's just it's just professional sports, you know? It's the life. It's just the life. So I feel like the minutes are a bit concerning, but not as much as you guys just stated because they're going to have that time. To heal and to rest. So, uh, 45. Another thing, uh, we, we were kind of, we've been banged up a little bit. So, you know, pe- people got to play a lot of minutes because we haven't banged up. Plus, that, that Mitch injury for him, that, that hurt. You know what I mean? Because Nerlens would be replacing him in a way if he got many less minutes and if Mitch was there. That was really, really tough. But, I mean, Don Juan or uh, Ruben, this is going to probably be the last time that we speak before the playoffs begin. Don Juan, I'm going to start with you, my guy. Who do you want to see in the first round? First round, the obvious pick is the Hawks. I feel like everybody, every Nick fan wants the Hawks just because we see we see the light at the end of the tunnel through them. Like, oh, yeah, we, we could get past these guys. But... <laughs> That's the, obviously that's the one. I, I can't. I can't. Like, I want. The, I would like the Heat just to accept that challenge, just to see it. Like, ah, right, this is what this is the best team we got right now. Let's see what the best you guys have to offer. But the Heat, as of late, the way they're playing, they they reminiscent of that bubble Heat, and it's getting a little scary. I saw. I saw bits. I saw highlights of that Sixers game tonight. Heat Sixers, and they was up like 20, 20 something at one point. They didn't look like they was. Like not even letting up either. There was no way the Sixers was gonna come back in that game, and and maybe the Sixers might have you know given that game too because they already locked in the first seed. But it was like one and a half games, you know. So I thought they, I expect a little more from them. But the Heat, man, it just shows that the Heat are probably just they came they ready to play all season. They've been they've been coasting. I felt like for me, I felt like they were just coasting. It's a lot of questionable um, outs from Jimmy Butler. And maybe they were just preparing. I mean, they just came fresh out the finals, you know, right into the season, barely any some any any um off season. So they they may, they might have given Jimmy Butler that 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 rest he needed. And so yeah, I would accept the challenge with the Heat, but realistically, the Hawks is the way to go. That's what I want to face. Yeah, Ruben, what about you? Definitely want to face the Hawks. You know, like Don Juan said, if we had to face the Heat, it's going to be a challenge. I just don't think we match up well with them at all. Bam is a defensive problem for Julius, for sure. Um, And that's why they honestly beat us all three games this year. They really did a good job shutting down Julius, making other players beat us, and we couldn't finish games against them. So 
I would really like to see them maybe, I don't know. I would like to see them maybe in the, like, the second round, I guess I would say. But we wouldn't even play them. we play, like, Brooklyn. But the Hawks, for sure, 100%. I think the way they play defense, we could at least keep up with them because they do not play defense at all, like, nothing. So, and I think we could get key stops on them. So, that's that's who my pick is, the Atlanta Hawks. Get the Hawks, baby. Yeah. Yeah, man. I will uh... – I think the easy answer is the Hawks. I mean, if I come out here and say I want to see the Milwaukee Bucks, you guys would look at me crazy. <laughs> yeah. It's like, come on. Like, the Hawks is like the best matter for us for sure. Like you said, Ruben, you know, Trey Young, an amazing offensive player. But we, we can stop him when we need to. You know, Tibbs is just a defensive genius. And yeah. I heard they, they said it earlier today that the advanced scouting is already out scouting. And we mentioned earlier that they have already a week break before they play. So this is what we harped on, the the coaching and the defensive schemes and intensity that the Knicks bring. It's just an advantage because these guys are are beasts. They're beastly. So I think the obvious answer, I don't want to agree with y'all because I want to be different, but I have to. I'm sorry. I have to. I have to say the Hawks because I do not want to see Milwaukee. And I don't want to see Brooklyn in the first round. You know, I want to care. I want to see some. I don't know what I'm saying right now because I just can't say anything about if we see Milwaukee or Brooklyn. It's gonna be a ground. It's gonna be tough, but it's gonna be a challenge for these next squad. And nobody keeps skipping to next year. So, uh, first round matchup with those tough teams, they'll give us a blueprint for next year and what we need to get, what we need to improve on. We all know the obvious answer is at the point, but what else do we need? And do we give Burks and Noel another one-year contract, see what they do? But Thanks. Let's see, man, these next two games at Hornets, I mean, not at Hornets, in the crib against the Hornets, in the crib against Boston. We need a win, and we need one loss for Miami, just one loss, Milwaukee. Let's go Bucks. <laughs> Let's go Bucks. The best basketball player in the world. That's my man. Need that output from him, Chris Middleton. That's like it's like the second fiddle. He's the best second fiddle in the league. Thanks. I'm joking about those. <laughs> I just need a win from the from the Bucks, please, man. That's gonna I, be me tomorrow. Let's go, Giannis. Oh, now they play on they play on Saturday too. They play on Saturday. The same day as the Knicks. Yeah, our game is at one p.m. Their game is at eight p.m. So they gonna that game is gonna be huge. Big day of basketball, guys. Big day. Big day. Let's see, but let's bring me to my next point right here. Reason we wanted to bring Ruben into the show. I'm going to take you guys back to draft night. Down memory lane. Down memory lane. It was in Dawn's for chilling, drinking, doing our thing, you know, sipping what we do. Watching this draft, and the clock is ticking and ticking and ticking and ticking. The lottery. He was watching the lottery. The lottery, yeah. You know, the Knicks didn't have a chance to get number one. It was very rare. But in typical Knicks fashion, we fall back to eight. And things keep coming, 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 coming. And we find out number one, Minnesota. Number two, Golden State, even though they didn't need it. And number three, the Hornets. And my guy Ruben over here was already, ready, ready, pushing the fact that we should trade up to trade LaMelo Ball at whatever cost. And it ended up being with the Hornets. 
that uh, Lamelo Ball went to. So Ruben's trade offer was Mitchell Robinson and the eighth pick for the third pick to the Hornets. Second, to second. To draft Lamelo Ball. Yeah, second pick. Second pick. No, nah, not third pick. It was um, Edwards, Wiseman, yeah. Lamelo. Oh yeah, yeah. Nah, but I wanted the second pick because. Golden oh, State, second, Golden yeah, State yeah. needed a big. They still yeah, do yeah. need a big, realistically. I mean, either way, if the Hornets, it would have been a, a fantastic trade for the Hornets because they get a yeah. big man too. They don't have yeah. no big man. They charting Bismarck Biombo out there, and they would got the eighth pick, which they would, probably would have still drafted a point guard. Yeah, probably Halliburton or something. Halliburton, you know, that would have so, been a good. That would have been a good draft day for them. Honestly, the Hornets. So Ruben's trade offer right here was the eighth pick. And Mitchell Robinson for the third pick to draft LaMelo Ball. Ruben, you've had the season to dissect the trade. Are you retracting or are you pushing forward with that trade? Pushing forward with my foot all the way down on the gas, man. We going through, man. I ain't going back, man. Mitch, love Mitch, man. But you see with Tibbs' system – how he could be replaced. Defense and rebounds with Tibbs is more important than Mitch being able to put the ball in the basket more than Nerlens. Plus, Alfred Payton, man. Alfred Payton, man. Emmanuel quickly averages more points, assists, everything, man. Derrick Rose does too. Thank God we had a sense of brains and common to go get D Rose for Dennis Smith and a second round pick. <laughs> Thank you, Detroit. Thank you. You saved the season for us. Literally. For sure. But think hard. about it like this. LaMelo Ball running with RJ. And think about it like this. What has Derrick Rose's game done to Obi Toppin alone? Expanded it. Made him made him look Made him look like he actually belongs in that second unit. But yeah. Because he can find him. No, I understand what you're saying. But I'm telling you, what does a point guard that knows how to break down a defense and find someone do for another player? You know what I mean? Helps, yeah. Melo Ball is a pass-first guy. He would have made everyone else better. Think about IQ with a catch-and-shoot with a guy like that. We got him with the 25th pick, so we still would have had IQ. Or Alec Burks. Think about how much RJ would have been better with this catch-and-shoot game this year. Even Julius. That man is a beast right now catching and shooting threes. Think about it when he's in the pick-and-roll situation with this kid. This is what he does, man. I'm sticking with him, man. That's a backcourt of the future. You got a big three. You build around that right there. RJ, LaMelo, Julius. Because now Julius is that all-star. We got yeah. something to build around two young guards. We didn't know that in the offseason. We didn't know that in the offseason. You know what? I, we didn't know that, but like, like that, that's what I mean. You know what I mean? We came in. If we did that trade, oh, we got we got a backcourt of the future. Oh my God, Julius Randle, all star, going crazy, playing out of his mind. Larry Bird statistics, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? New York, New York, New York would have been on fire right now. Don Juan, he wasn't with that trade back then. Have you seen the season now? 
I was I was I was with the trade. I was with the trade. It's just depending if it was straight up. I I really thought Mitch was expandable. Like I really thought we could use Mitch as the one to get another superstar. I just didn't think that pick was a superstar. You know, I felt like we could we could use him to get like a Damon Lillard or this is me thinking before, not even now. You know, but or Donovan Mitchell. These are these are the names that I was thinking with getting Mitch. But that would have been dope, but I'm not going to torture myself. It's, like, too much to go back down and think, like, oh, the if and the possibilities. I mean, we could go back and say, damn, how about the Knicks didn't draft OB? Like, got somebody else. Like, that might have played. That would have that would have turned things sideways. Like, it, it's just too much. Right now, I'm happy. Well, besides Peyton's work and his, his level of skills, like, I don't even understand how this guy's still in the league, but – Hey, it's, it's politics behind that, and he's managed to make a career out of it. But I just can't wait to, you know, we replace him, and it won't be anybody like Lamelo. But it's gonna be exciting, and I can't wait to talk about it later on. I know we we got an interesting off season with hello, with not hello point cards. We got limited options from for a replacement of Alfred Payton, which shouldn't be hard. Yeah. Lonzo Ball's making his case for twenty million a year. Hey, you, you wanted, you said you wanted Lamelo. You got, you got something close to it. You know, you got. I'm, I'm not paying him twenty million a year. I can't. That inconsistency. Hey, Coach Tibbs, got the got the key to unlock plays. Maybe you're not you know, wrong. Lonzo would be coming into the situation like uh, Julius Randle, where it seemed like wherever he was at, he wasn't wanted, and maybe oh. you know he might unlock him. But this is just me, you know, looking for a sweet spot. I don't really, I don't really want to give him twenty mil either. But if, if we end up doing it because he's the only option, we're gonna have to start preparing for that day and live up to it. Because it makes sense. I mean, Lonzo Boeing, Madison Square Garden. I mean, now that I say it, it doesn't sound that exciting. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like he's gonna demand a lot of attention, and and a, a guy like Coach Tibbs is gonna might bring the best out of him. With, with uh, yeah, especially with the group of vets that. around him, because everywhere everywhere Lonzo's also been, he's also been surrounded by just a bunch of young guys, besides LeBron. But it was mainly just a bunch of young guys. So, who who knows? Maybe a new start is what he needs. Because I don't, I really don't want to get Mike Conley or, or, or Kyle Lowry. So, yeah, man, man, come on, let's stick to the plan right here. We're going to the future again, man, bro. I got, I got, I. Oh, shit, call this episode "Back to the Future" because everybody, we just been going skipping to the future. Going back to that draft uh, lottery trade proposal, I wasn't with it then, and I'm still not with it now. You know, Mitchell Robinson, he might be expandable, yes, but I'm not giving him up just for Lamelo Ball. Who, yeah, he blew my expectations. Though. I ain't gonna lie to you. He's looking like a a superstar in the making for sure. His passing was exciting. He's he's Hollywood. He's box office. And that would have been perfect at Madison Square Garden. But it just would have been too much, you know. I still still like Obi. We don't know what we have there. He's stepping up big these last few games. And Mitchell Robinson, man, if the Knicks had Mitchell Robinson right now, be we, I would not be talking about this trade, man. Yeah. Right now. Yes. That step, he was really balling before the end. Oh, yeah. He just getting them offensive rebounds, yeah. putting it back. He could catch the ball. Nerlens Noel cannot catch the ball for nothing. He 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 rubs his hands with butter before every game, according to rumors. I don't know if it's true, but I <laughs> and um yeah. But like Juan said, I'm not trying to torture myself and go back there. Focusing on right now, the sixth seed in the Eastern Conference, the new 
your Knicks, man. Yes, sir. And let's finish this show off like we do every show, Don Juan, with the cornball of the week. And I'm going to start off with my cornball of the week. My cornball of the week is take you guys back again. You know, I like going down memory lane. Me and my boy Ruben got a nice little big bottle of tequila. And we was in the crib just drinking, drinking, drinking. <laughs> Walked, so took the train to Madison Square Garden. Saw the Knicks take on the Indiana Pacers. Come back from 16 down and win that game. We came outside, and it was just straight mayhem out there. And it was nice. straight fucking out. Everybody dancing. I took out my cell phone, and I watched the perfect video. And I was drunk, man, and I just forgot about that video. And I looked at my phone again, and I uploaded it. And, man, I looked at my phone again, and it was just buzzing. This man right here, he was like, yo, you just went viral. And I'm like, what the hell did that mean? <laughs> and I went everywhere. And the comments, there were people hating. Like, oh, this is how the Knicks are acting because they just got to 500. I'm giving you guys a cornball a week because here we are, 39 and 31, 70 games into the season. Yes, sir. That's that energy outside Madison Square Garden that Knicks fans just had bottled up inside and we had to let it go. Yeah. He did not let us down. So I'm giving you guys the cornball of the week, the haters in my comments, because the New York Knicks are going to the playoffs, baby. We're here. Yes, we're here. Sir, boy. New York, Woo. we're here. Oh, oh, who's your cornball of the week? Nah, this week I don't have a cornball. Fortunately, it seems like you know a lot of people have been quiet. You know, it seems like people, you know, they're playing their cards right. You know, besides maybe off for paying, I would throw off for paying Cornball the week. We, we probably, he probably gonna get Cornball the month, Cornball the year. Get him out of here. You got anything you want to talk about as a Cornball the week for you? Ah, man, Max Kellerman, man, he's a <laughs> hater. Always. Hater, man. Always, always. And he's a former fan. He just a hater. That's a hater. cornball for life. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a fact. And I saw the they like if the Knicks don't win a what it was the what was the comment on first take? They just raising the expectations. It's just like yo. Twenty two point five wins was the projection. Now it's like if the Knicks still win the championship, is this season a bust? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we shouldn't yeah, talk what? about that, man. We lost out on money. Yeah, we're, we're, we lost out on money with that one. That was an easy, easy, easy coming. <laughs> but man, bro, wow, this was a fun show, Ruben. Thank you for joining, it, bro. It was, it was fun having you here, fam. And you know, we out here, we always wilding. Gonna death join. Season just beginning. It's 365 days. Always New York Knicks basketball. Yes, sir. That excitement. We made the playoff. We back, we everywhere. So you already know. I'm gonna take you out. Peace. Have me peace. Yo, peace out.